0: Good morning, it is Cam and Renee. Saturday morning, Real Estate Show. Thanks to JW Land introducing homes of uncompromising quality across premium locations. And you can see it all at jwland.com.au.
1: Now, we had some uh, recent news come through, Cam, about uh, new minimum energy efficiency standard uh, for rental properties in the ACT. Mm. Uh, now, this, from what I understand, is going to kick in uh, from April next year, and there's going to be a phase-in period as well. Yep. Um, so people who rent, Uh, people who are landlords tenants anyone in this space will need to know this information
0: 100%
1: Uh, Hannah Gill is director of property management at the property collective good morning
2: Hannah good morning guys how are you good good, thank you thank
0: you so much for joining us once again Uh, so give us an overview of the new regulations what are they asking for to happen
2: Yeah, well, as as you've already alluded to, basically the government's introducing these regulations that all residential properties need to meet a new minimum energy efficiency standard specifically for ceiling insulation. Um, And as you mentioned, Renee, that kicks in from the 1st of April and the phase-in period, though, extends through to the 30th of November, 2026. And the minimum standard now is that an R rating is going to be required for ceiling insulation. Um, And that's a standard that's currently used in new builds in the capital.
1: Okay, Okay, so uh, most properties, do do they already have that minimum requirement or are most properties going to have to make some changes?
2: Um, Well, the government estimates that about 60% of rental properties, whether it's privately managed or agent managed in the the ACT, are already compliant at that standard. But that obviously shows there's a 40% shortfall there that needs to, to catch up.
0: Okay, and so just as you were going through the standards, you did drop out for a second there. So it's up to the R5 rating, isn't it? That's that's what it says? That's correct, yeah. yeah
2: and that's um, that's the standard used now in new builds in, in Canberra. So yeah. it's getting older properties up to kind of the new standard, um, and that's apparently the most effective level to, to control and keep heat in properties, in the, particularly in the colder months in Canberra. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, Hannah, as you communicate these messages to your clients, um, the landlords, how have the new regulations been received at face value, first conversation?
2: Look, I mean, it's still very early days. Um, we do know that throughout the community consultation process with government, um, 95% of renters were obviously supportive of, of the scheme. It's, it's a pretty important thing, to, you know, to have your home be to be warm and to be cool when it needs to be. Yep. Um, and 59% of um, landlords were also supportive. So I think... You know, generally people recognize and want to provide homes that are warm and safe for people. Um, I think speaking with our clients, though, so still early days, as I mentioned, but there's interest free loans available to eligible um, landlords. And that's a real bonus because a lot of landlords don't have that cash kind of lying around. When we looked at a sample set of data and we could see that this could, could range anywhere from 6000 to $20,000 depending Whoa. on the property. Yeah.
1: Okay. And Hannah, uh, if you were introducing the regulations, would you have done anything differently? <laughs> Tricky question.
2: No, look, I think um, we, from a REACT perspective, we were able to work closely with the government through the consultation period. And they, they took a lot of our feedback on board, particularly with that phased-in approach, which we really appreciated, and also delaying the, um, the start date to April next year. Okay. There was talk initially that it could actually take effect um, this side of Christmas. And I think that would have just caused a lot of angst, particularly in an already tight rental market, yeah. mm-hmm. the scramble. Um, you know, we've got got—we've got to consider the bigger picture and the number of suppliers that can actually carry out this work. And so having that extra time to kind of prepare and educate the market was really critical. And I think that's been done quite well with that lead time.
1: Is it going to be up to landlords themselves um, to, to work out if their property meets this standard or not yeah. and, and to take initiative to fix it or meet these new yeah. standards?
2: Yeah, basically. Um, obviously, with the, with the help of their property managers to understand that, I mean, more modern properties will generally be okay, but particularly older properties, um, more established homes in in the north and in the south, for example, will more likely be the ones that will all require this, this improvement or this standard increase. Um, but yeah, obviously, property managers will be helping their clients understand that process and helping them understand the process to apply for loans as well.
1: Yeah, okay. Interesting. Well, um yeah, that uh, I hope people were listening to to you just now, Hannah, because it's very important information. Thank you uh, so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Hannah Gill, Director of Property Management at the Property Collective. If you just Google it, you'll be able to find out some more information It's on all
0: that. there. We should also mention that Hannah is the President of REACT, or Real Estate Institute of the ACT, which is why she mentioned that. And, yep. I mean, so that's the, um, the organisation that is speaking on behalf of real estate agents and property and whatnot. So, um, you know, it's awesome to see that they've had a role in the consultation yes. and been able to influence outcomes as well. Yep, absolutely.